This week on the reverse stick, episode 196, 197, 198, 199. No, definitely next week. Definitely next week. Yeah. Thank Christ for that. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name is John Lee. I'm joined by Mr. Matt Allen for episode number 199. Getting a little bit excited, Matt. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. I thought like, with last week you'd said, um, yeah, greetings, folks. Thank you for downloading, subscribing. And if you don't subscribe, please do subscribe. That way, when the show comes out, you get it automatically, rather than saying to me, oh, no show this week. I didn't see anything on Facebook. Subscribe on your favourite podcast provider. Good advice. Mm. Um, yeah, and the last, last week you said it was, you know, the, basically the calm before the storm. and It was a bit of a flat episode. Well, what's this week going to be? Flatter. Flatter. Oh, yeah, perfect yeah. fishing weather. Okay. That kind of old showbiz adage, leave them wanting more, as we do every week, well, apart from those two-hour shows. I, I, I felt the easiest way for us to put out um, a high-quality podcast for our 200th episode yeah. was lower the bar significantly. Result, yeah, very good. That's that. good thinking. Yeah, Lower yeah. the standards, lower the expectations. down. Um, and so it will just... Be a blockbuster. And we're going to record earlier next week, which means we've got... L- Shh, l- what? Still not going to put it out till later. Okay, all right, fine. Okay. Aren't we? No. Nah, you can't help yourself. <laughs> you, can't, see. you can't help we'll yourself. <laughs> Rarely does it go past 24 hours from recording before it's released. Because we're that cu- current, John. We're that topical that we need to get the stuff out there. We do. The content. You know, we're big on content. Let's get some content. <laughs> you. Uh, from a playing perspective, Matt, the big news this week was Sweden and the Czech Republic. No, Switzerland, I think you're fine. Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Sweden. No, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Switzerland and the Czech Republic. Apologies. Uh, three games. You know, the flag's like the Red Cross, but but opposite. Yeah. Three. That's the Swiss, mm-hmm. not the Czechs. No? Yeah. Czechians, please. First game. A nil-all draw. I didn't think we had draws anymore. But they do. I thought that all... But anyway, nil all draw. In a second game, the Czechs got over the top. Six goals to two and continued their dominance in game three with a 5-0 victory. I think that puts them up to 29th in the world rankings now, John. Doesn't that first score look out of place considering the next two games? Yeah. Might have been having a practice. Might have been terrible weather. Could have been. Yeah. We should look into these things. Before we, do Before a we talk about them, yeah. No, we should. Yeah. And have you got any other results going on around the place? I mean, there's. Well, I played two games last weekend, but we can uh, talk about that later on. Uh, um, well, do we have to? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, it's what's coming up, isn't it? I think well, not, not, not far from now on uh, Friday lunchtime. The hockey we world's in a very similar holding pattern to the one we are, because they're. Olympic Games is it's like that little lull before yeah, it all kicks a few off. Last practice games are sort of happening. I think Ireland men uh, are playing play GB. GB. Yeah, that's that's coming up. I'll bring that up again a bit later because okay. I had a, another one of my brainstorms during the week. Mm-hmm, sure, so I'll talk about that. Okay. And other countries, so we've got uh, some practice games going on in Perth this weekend, don't we, Matt? Yeah, in the uh, is it is it? There's no sponsor, is there? What? 
we 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 put a sponsor in for a while there on our weekly pro league um, reports. We did a few charity sponsors yeah. in there along the way. What what's what's this? Is it just the the practice games? Um, Hang on, well, even no. even the FIH promoted it when they when they put out a release promoting it as warm up for Tokyo. What about the the train hard kiddies? FIH Hockey Pro League. Just not a public message. Have you know, so they've announced their team? For the games for this yeah, weekend. Yeah. No, no, for... The Olympic teams. Yes, yeah. they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you think it'd just be the Olympic teams with the reserves? Well, that, I would think so. I, I can't imagine why you'd do anything, anything different. Unless um, you've got injuries. Yeah, and that's it. You know, perhaps there are players well, that I might be on the, on the cusp of... Mate, players yeah. that are injured men. So how how do you go if just before you fly you decide that somebody's named and they're not going to go so one of the reserves takes up that spot yeah. you then you're allowed to then name another reserve or or, or those lists do they have to be into the um, I think they the might Olympics? have to be in or and maybe then, if know, they haven't got he... on the plane yet you could you might I don't know I, I don't know but there would be some cut off there there would be a point where they go no those are your only reserves yeah and that's who's I would think there would, until you get there, you'd still have the opportunity if something did happen. But there would be protocols you'd have to follow, I think. Mm. I wouldn't imagine it's just a free-for-all. How did uh, how did you celebrate in the week? What what week? In- International Olympic Day. How did I celebrate? Yeah. Uh, had some burger rings. Oh, not five? Just five? Yeah, just five burger rings. Yeah, that's good. I, um, I built a little shrine of Popeye Bark at I home. I thought about cheesels. Right. Yeah. yeah. Burger rings are better, I think. Though. Uh, More symmetrical, and you know, you can you can build the image a little bit better. I fit around my fingers better. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, I built a little shrine, an yeah. homage to Popeye Bark, a nice little uh, picture of him with the FIH sign behind him because he is a big friend of the game. A lot of flowers, put a lot of flowers around it, and and um, medals because he'd have to have lots of medals. Well, I put some of my grand final winning medals. Oh, um, good idea. Sort of, sort of there, and or equal significance, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like on the hour, every hour on International Olympic Day, I sort of got down on my knees and uh, bowed a little bit and, and gave thanks to Popeye Bark for all the great work he's done for our game. It's very special for me. It is, I can, I I can see. A little, see a little tear welling up in my eye. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Before we move any further, we would like to remind people that our 200th episode will feature the inaugural International International Field Hockey, Hockey Podcast, Podcast Awards. Indeed, and we've got the deadline for entries, John, on the 30th of June, which I think might be the day that we're recording. So um, if the, uh, the voting <laughs> system closes down 24 hours before the said time, you can blame Lumi, not us. It's, we're just, we're just um, facilitating here, aren't we, John? We are, but... Um but get on and vote. If there is a podcast of the past that you love, a particular presenter, a particular interview, a feature story, all these categories are there in the IFHPA inaugural awards. It's not going to be the, it's not the annual awards. It's a bit of a catch up. So this is a nod to podcast pre 2021 going all the way back to 2006 with Peter Savage. And we'll, we'll, um, hopefully have a bit of content from Peter Savage's chats in the original Talk Hockey Radio. I've, I've had some audio oh. sent through. So, oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh, good. 
Yeah, get, get on and vote. Other things. But that's our big 200 show. That's what we're going to do. Oh, Are we doing anything else? Well, you know what we've got to say. All our winners will get a certificate. Yep. Um, Signed. A, a replica of, uh, an authentic original replica uh-huh. of the little certificates you get from the FIH. So, um, when, it will also send you a black pen and you can just write your name. Write your name on there? On there. It's a good yeah. idea. But it's, uh, bit of tape. Yeah. If it, well, you know, it can be reused and the tape can come, you know, oh. write it, you know. And, and we'll probably do that on the categories section too. Yeah, yeah. And, you just get a new, and the you know. gear as well, because yeah. if somebody's a winner, you know, two consecutive yeah. years, no point sending out two trophies. No, well, that's right. It's, um, I mean, well, we're not sending trophies, it's certificates. But certificates, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, email download? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they like, we can ship them a piece of cardboard at commercial shipping. Well, they can, sti- they can stick it on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just send a box to them, empty box. <laughs> That'll do for years. Not even uh, an unfolded empty box, just in the flat pack. Yep. You just whack, whack a stamp on it, off yeah, it goes. That's it. Oh, clear thinking man, you are. We just, I mean, chewing the fat, John, we come up with some very, very good ideas, don't we? Yeah. It's undeniable. Continue going. What's on the list? Well, also, John, in commemoration of our 200th episode, maybe yeah. we can do the 199 show and just talk about the 200th show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds uh, like it's going that way at the moment. Uh, there's a brand new TRS T-shirt available via Merch Tee. Um, we came up with the idea a couple of weeks ago <laughs> in the show. Dinamo Glohopo, that legendary club from uh, Russiastan or some Russia. somewhere over that way. Um, Should get the Russian on, he'll know. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the Russian. Um, yeah, it's out there. It's very modern. It's very gloho po, John. With a little nod to, you know, some vintage styling. You, yes. you can go to, where can you go to, John? You can go to merchtea.com forward slash C forward slash TRS 200 and get involved. We've got some, it, we've got some organic ones in orange and blue and green. I quite like the green. Like the green. Good, yeah. yeah. Not that the others don't. But. Well, I've put the Gildan heavy tees in there as well, just in white, because whatever T-shirts we ever get through this company with regard to the pod, you always just want the, the heavy tee. Yeah. You know, you don't want any of the, the soft on your skin organic shit, do you? No, no. That's uh, what I love. They're in such, such great quality. This is what we've we got. We, the Bring Back the Bully one, still holding together oh, yeah. beautifully. You know, some great, really great product that we put out there, even if I do say something like that. <laughs> So if you don't want to be a if you don't want to be a Patreon or and go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick to support us. If you don't want to go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick and buy us a coffee or a beer, then go and buy a t shirt. It doesn't say the reverse stick anywhere on there at all. So you won't be identified as being a nutbag unless it's another T R S listener that sees you in the shirt and maybe you'll score a free beer. Well, seeing as how so far all we've talked about has really been um, a sell job on the reverse stick and everything we do, yeah. Um, let's look at the uh, Pan Am Cup because that's coming up, the Indoor Cup. Let's have a look at it, John. Who's playing again? Remind me of the teams you, that are playing. Like to be, oh, I've got to find it here on the um, where Pan Am. Let's go to the men's first because there's only three men's teams playing. It's, now, where, where's, it, where's it taking place, John? It's taking place at Spring City, Philadelphia, U.S. of A. Uh, it gets underway in, what, just under eight hours or something from when we're recording. Mm-hmm. It's Friday, so if you have to work that out. Um, goes for a couple of days, 25th to the 27th. Argentina, Canada and the United States are the men's teams that are playing. Um, 
How do you think those standings will end up, Matt? Argentina, Canada, and the United States <laughs> in alphabetical order, John. <laughs> I think that's exactly how it will end up. Um, the women's competition. Well, I think the, the winner might be the same, but it could be. No, it's not. We found, no, we found this out because aren't Guyana in there as well? Yeah, yeah, no. That's what I was going to mention. Um, seven teams in the, in the women's comp, just three in the men's. Also in Spring City this weekend, Argentina, Canada, Guyana, the United States, and Uruguay. Five, five teams, okay. So, um, I would think Argentina is going to win that one, but second place could be interesting, and maybe even third. Yeah. I'm sure it's all going to be really interesting. Yeah, be good hockey. Good luck to all the players and officials and everybody taking part there. I hope it's a good weekend. Well, hopefully, yeah, it all goes ahead without any problems. The Australian Under-21s competition was due to get underway. Uh, that's been postponed. It's being held in, in Sydney. Oh, it was being got held some, in Sydney. Yeah, we've got some COVID uh, restrictions, so that's postponed, and uh, we'll wait to of, hear um, any updates on that. There's quite a few Under-21 competitions in different sports that's been affected. The water polo's not going ahead. Uh-huh. Um, the underage ones, like I imagine, much like hockey, that a lot of these teams have been picked yeah. for, the, for the Olympics. Or the, so it seems to be there's a, a lot of underage representative stuff filling the gap at the moment. Yeah. Or should be. Should but be. But they were supposed to be in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Not, sad, sad. Not, not, not great, but it's, it's, what not, it is. it's not surprising for most people around the world. No. Tick. Good. You know, there's also not going to be any hockey taking place at a Clacton Hockey Club anymore. We spotted an article in the hockey paper. Oh, yes. The demise of that club at uh, 113 years old or something like that. It's always sad to see an institution uh, go. Yep. But, I'm, you know, if things change, so you can't deny that change happens. It's just sad that this is one of the changes. Yeah, it seems to be um, a, a whole set of different circumstances, starting out with the 3G pitch, replacing their traditional pitch that they'd used. And uh, obviously, a point. is that to allow more community access? Yeah, I'm sure to be, isn't it? Yeah, great. Um, but that, amongst other issues, it says in the article as well, and including lack of volunteers, or more to the point, people prepared to stand up and and um, make things happen in perhaps a, uh, a merger entity or in in a different way to it had always been done. And those at the at the ham were tired and burned out, and that's what happens. Uh, with people running hockey clubs a lot of the time, if, if others aren't there to, to step up, then uh, it all just falls on the shoulders of the few. And eventually, they just had enough of it. Well, it needs to be a collaborative effort, doesn't it, to run something, a community club like that, yeah. over any description of any sport. When there was talk of a merger with another club, and they were, um, I think it was Harwich, and they were looking to um, use the facilities there. And it got me thinking about if we were forced into a, a merger with a local club and we were the, the stakeholder, would would you, sorry, the key stakeholder, namely with a ground that you can go and play on, would you, for the greater good of hockey, um, say, yep, come on, we'll, we'll be a, a totally um, equal entity from, from both sort of former clubs and we'll split the board equally and we'll take on a name change, something to reflect both of those clubs. Or would you say, well, look, we're the closest club. 90% of them will come and play for us anyway if they fail. So why would we want to give a penny of our sovereignty uh, as a club? My, my default position would be, well, first of all, is it 
is it about players? Like, what about this team here that's closing this club here? Clankton, have, yeah. have they got players? No, they... no, that's been a that's been a struggle. They okay. were down, down so, to two two teams, I think, already. So there's say um, our arch rival, yeah, found themselves with two senior men's teams and a junior team. Why why would we merge with them? There's no point in merging, is there? No. Uh, now, if it be, if it was they had ten senior teams and eight junior teams, and there were reasons that went outside for their needing to we, uh, us having to conglomerate together, then would yeah. be a different different argument that you'd be talking about. But I don't. So, at what point are you happy to see them wiped off the face of the uh, of the earth? Any point from now on would be fine by me. <laughs> I wasn't meaning specifically who you're, oh. who you're thinking about, but uh, your ex-club, your former club. Hey, we picked. We got out of my career. We got no. some um, great. Oh, look, look. Yeah, so here you go. Applecross YMCA Hockey Club under 13s, 1979, and your name, yeah, is ri- is written screen... on there and, and screen printed on there. Yeah, that's classy. I, I think so. I quite like the little logo as well. It's a good logo. Yeah. Don't know what they did to keep it. Well, isn't that, isn't the top part of it? No. Oh, it could no. be a bit YMCA like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got a bit of that look about it, doesn't it? Dan, well, they were Dan, a YMCA Dan, club Dan, then. Dan, it was affiliated with the YMCA. YMCA. It's fun to stay. No home. hockey player in the lineup, is there? Not what? interested. Well, that's, you know, the the Indian and the uh, the, the the red Indian, the we indigenous. We had Indian in our team. Uh, sorry. We had an Indian in our team. In the, in those days. No, no, no. In our Which one friendship. were you? Cowboy. <laughs> You got a you got a you got a flannel on at the moment. You got a check shirt. I got cap boots on yeah. too. Yeehaw! Been at work, mate. Been. I know. Mate, keeping this country me, ticking over. Me too. I was picking pies up two hours ago. Bloody pies! Anyway, what were we talking at about? Um, clubs. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't want to see any club fold or any club merger. But we just we, want to see we, growth. We, we just want to see growth. Yeah, but don't we'll we, John? Be, we will be driven to it. By our insatiable need to play on turf. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say. Yeah. It will happen more and more and more often. Yeah. Do you want me to play a sting now? No, we've got to... Do you want to say something? It's a bit depressing now, isn't it? uh, Let's change that. You're listening to the Reverse Tech, the Global <laughs> Hockey Podcast. <laughs> oh, what have you got there that's uh, humorous and won't drag us down, Matt? Um, Aisha McFerrin, she's had her silver medal from the World Cup stolen from her. <laughs> you can't laugh. You can't laugh at that. Got bro- her place in Utrecht got broken into. And, Sorry, uh, Alicia. Some electrical items stolen and a, a silver medal. That's a bit... What, what, where are you going to hock something like that? Ah, oh, you mount it down, I don't mean, you? They don't put their names on them. Well, last time I did it, I mounted it. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on then, ask me about my hockey week last weekend last weekend. You're just dying to say more. Uh, okay. Where was your hockey week last week? So I played two games. Okay. I uh, played for the 40s Divi 2 boys on the, on the Saturday afternoon. Very tough game. One all until a minute to go. Then I pass it straight to one of their players in the D. Flicks it over the top of the goalkeeper. Hits the crossbar. Lands on the goal line. And 
one of their better players has swooped in behind the keeper and with a dive and stuck it in the back of the net. 20 seconds to go. Your fault. Sorry, boys, my fault. <laughs> Not one of your creative moments. No, I'd had a reasonable game before. I nearly got killed. I had a, 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 an undercut short corner going through my throat, but uh, I'm very lithe. Following the John Lee penalty corner method. <laughs> yeah. Was he? It was a little high, anyway. Um, first one. But then was mo- it the first one? It was the first one. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. textbook stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I had a second game with my boys, the uh, the mighty sixes grade at the club, and we had our first win in the season, 5-1. 5-1. So in the space of two weeks, we scored eight goals. Prior to that, we'd scored one goal. So we're on the up. We're on the up. And How have you done it? Has there been some magical coaching moves on your part? Well, look, I'm just um, I'm very conscious about rehabbing players and getting them back into the game slowly but surely. So they've been if they've been out of the game for a while, it's important not to sort of get them too up the too high up the grades too early. So you've really got to nurture, look, them. nurture them. You look after these players and make sure that when their calling comes and when the time's right and they're required to go and play a little bit higher up then they're ready to go rather than going bang straight into threes action or whatever and you know, having a recurrence of an injury. Um, yeah, so no, that's right. Um, I think that's a really important part know, of a club. Going to threes to get up form to go and play ones, that sort well, of Well, that stuff, sort of thing, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or be Australian well, over, over, over 40s uh, representatives. You know, we'll look after these guys. It's, yeah, yeah. They've got a long journey. And it's our part. We need to do our work at club level to make sure these guys are right for... International Masters hockey. It's very important. And you're the perfect player to help nurse these players through, the perfect role model manager type. Yes, yeah. Well, that's always been part of my, my ethos within the club, John. Yeah. You don't want to say anything more no, about that's hockey? No, that, that's all I need to say. You don't? Oh, yeah, no, what I will say, so we played at um, John 23rd School on the oh. grass there on the Saturday. And they had about 15 different sets of lines. Blue lines, white lines, black lines. The, the goal, the hockey lines were, were black. It took me 10 minutes. I was just discombobulated. It's sort of everywhere you look, you're trying to, where's the side of the field? A few times I found myself on the other D, you know, the one 10 metres ahead of the actual D, which was uh, like a, a, a footy centre um, circle or something like that. Then when I was in the D, I thought I was out of the D. I struggle enough as it is. Please don't make it any harder for me. I've got a line story for you. Go on. Oh, no, 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 because Janet from Sydney might be listening. We can't. No, no, no. Oh, right. Okay, okay. sure. Um, you remember Mark Kelpie, Spike? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spike was spent a lot of time down at the hockey club. Yes, and indeed. And he's a very pretty clever dog, and uh, he understood what the white lines on the ground were for. Mm. You don't go over the white line. He'd run up and down sideline and occasionally bark but he's mostly just interested in watching people run up and down and um, occasionally might wander on but not often anyway one day we roll up to a um, a Perth private school who should roll name nameless uh, to play on their fields Wesley no uh, and Trinity like the, no <laughs> and like like you described this field had multi-uses with different sports Aquinas no Newman <laughs> yeah. Right, it's um, Newman College. That was a long time ago. Um, and the hockey fields had been marked out in blue paint. Uh-huh. Anyway, dogs are colourblind. <laughs> so blue paint on all green, green surface. 
didn't work and and he just couldn't figure out what he was doing so wrong and why everybody was screaming at him all the time Did he, uh, because it, the white lines were he, he, he would pick, he would it. yeah he would pick the ball up and have a run with it though he did do yeah. that on one occasion yeah it was a pretty good effort it's pretty funny right. but anyway F- funny as, so long as, as long as they're in possession at the time people have got to consider that humans can be color blind too Matt and the confusion that that can cause people yeah. at different times that could be very difficult to deal with. How would would you be if you couldn't tell blue from green and went, oh, well, what am I doing? I think there was there was a, a white line ruling within FIH rules at, at some point in time. I don't know if it's still there now. Um, I know the groundskeeper at one of the grass places um, prefers the dark lines because you can put you put them on less frequently. The white ones wash away, whereas the dark ones, so you can so you could save yourself sort of two weeks worth of work to to keep them up to scratch. Oh, okay. Interesting. I hadn't heard that before. 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 <laughs> Look, I've been stop, up. It's, stop, I was up stop, early this morning. Stop calling me before. <laughs> you before? Come on. Buffet. What's next? Um, interesting, John. I got an email at the start of the week um, with regard to supporting uh, the club's junior umpiring program. Oh, yes. Well was asking if I was going to be there my little one's junior game tomorrow morning uh, to um, umpire mentor for a young lady with really? a little bit inex- inexperienced um, Lizzie may or may not have been doing it but just as cover can you can you uh, are you an umpire mentor now I've always been an umpire mentor that's true well Keely, whether, whether, whether I'm playing or whether I'm just standing behind supporting don't need you anymore we're just I'll just go to Matt obviously well you knew that all along John oh. long John <laughs> you were you were seriously doing umpiring mentoring. Well, I was that was I was requested to. I mean, which is quite incredible. In fact, well, in fact, the lady you, that asked me, I umpire mentored her son uh, right at the start of the season. Well, this is what's surprising. It's going to be a big shift for you to take your umpire mentoring off the field and into a on from on the field into an off field umpire mentoring role mm. because I think they're slightly different. Are they? Yeah, I, th- I think there's some subtle differences. I've certainly had a few. Have to get across. A few top level umpires come running up those stairs at PHS to come and discuss some of the uh, mentoring that I've had on offer. Yes. Um, worlds collided again this week, John. What? Got a I had a, a, a midweek um, airport pickup job that came up out. Ah, oh, the came gossip out machine of the, out of the blue. And uh, it was a ho- hockey Australia job, and so I've you know I've done done one before where it was strength and conditioning team, and you know you don't know who you're going to get. So I pulled round the corner at the airport. Who's there? The whole Kookaburra squad there, <laughs> coaches, everyone there, back in from Darwin from their warm climate training, and it was a chilly old night in Perth. I think we were down to sort of three or four degrees, and um, and lo and behold. I get a an assistant coach and um, um, another coach and and a player in the in the back of the bus. Oh. But, you know, I kept myself very quiet so I could listen in on the uh, the gossip, see if I could get anything you, for the show, John. You had that camera set up, didn't you? Yeah, it was all set up. Oh, with cool. recording. We've we've got the lot. Um, however, commercial confidence. I can't tell you any of it whatsoever on the show. That's our commercial confidentiality, isn't it? Yeah, and and, and also mine. As well, oh, because what obviously, were you no, 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 but I can't, I can't repeat things if I've got, you know, punters and on, on a vehicle. I can't sort of take those private conversations into the, 
wider world. Um, but well, do become a do become a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com <laughs> slash the reverse stick. Who knows what might pop up in there? <laughs> Something special. Yeah. We got a... Was it good? Did you get anything juicy? Oh, a couple of bits. Oh, is that all? Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be, you know, on the dark side here, mate. You're supposed to be the intrepid investigative style hockey sleuth. It's all, it's all there in the memory bank and on, on the cassette tape. Don't worry about it. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Remember before we were talking about how Great Britain and Ireland men have yeah. a couple of warm-up games and stuff. Well, this I was inspired before I knew this to think what I'm about to throw at you. Okay. You know how cricket has first-class cricket and test cricket? Yes. Is it... Whoops. Is it, <laughs> it's just the heater falling out. Is it a... What do you think of the idea of having first-class and test hockey? So... Well, have we not come from that origin? Well, regardless of whether we have or not, what do you think of using it as an idea so that first-class hockey would be, say, those games, the, the, the Great Britain... Island games, because clearly they're a warm-up practice game arrangement. Yep. Uh, the Trans-Tasman tests that were, were, went ahead recently. Yep. Maybe call them first class and test reserved for World Cups and Olympic qualifiers. Any other tournaments you'd throw in there? Maybe a Champions Trophy. Hockey World League or whatever well, equivalent? If Yeah, if there was a Hockey World League, yeah. Anyway, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea and, at all. And I, um, you know, first class matches could be these practice games that we have amongst international teams, or they could be, uh, representative games, say, um, well, would the, would the top flight of European hockey be f- first class, do you think? Yeah. I'd say yes. Yeah. Hoof class, probably anything yeah. from, you know, hoof class or, those sorts of yeah, leagues. Only uh, division, Belgium. Yeah. yeah, anyway, just a thought. Throw it out there. Yeah, look. Someone it, might take a bite. Yeah, respond. And when we put the uh, stuff out on the socials, come and make a comment. It's nice when listeners do such a thing. Um, also, show 200 next week, John. Is if it? you are a listener and you want to send in a, an audio message of congratulations, we've got no shame. We'll put it in the show. <laughs> um, say what you like. Keep it keep it to under 20 seconds. Uh, you send it via email to matt at the reverse stick.net or john at the reverse stick.net or just send it through one of the very many messaging apps that are out there. You don't have to, but, you know, if you want to be part of the 200th show, there's just one way that you, you can be. Now, um, haven't you got something to tell the audience? Uh, new hockey pods out from the FIH uh, and that, uh, Hockey thing. India. Um, Father's Day in the UK last weekend. I remembered to make the phone call, John, oh, but just to make it official, happy Father's Day, Morris. I love you lots and lots. Hello, Great Morris. man. Um, uh, oh, I was speaking to a soccer administrator the other day, uh-huh. and uh, apparently he listens to the Reverse Stick Hockey Podcast before he listens to any of the soccer podcasts that he has to listen to on a, on a Sunday morning. That's, That's really, nice. Yeah? That's very non, nice. Non, non-hockey player, very nice. Oh, yeah, very good. That's that. Um, what's going on this weekend? I'm sure. I'm sure you've got something you would love to tell the listeners because apparently you've been telling everybody else okay. about it. What? 
uh, this weekend. But tomorrow night, seven o'clock at yeah. uh, Lakelands Hockey. Uh, yeah, seven p.m. at the Nest. Yeah, yeah. Well, something it, happening there. Well, this this is we'll, we'll talk about pro league times and things in the, in a moment. But there is a reason. There's a reason why the games are happening earlier, because that way the maximum crowd can actually make it along at seven o'clock tomorrow night to uh, to take in my three hundredth appearance in the in the black and white. Expecting some big, big numbers. Down 300 there. Yeah, games. I've, I've, Congratulations. I've, not yet. No, no, I haven't made it on the field oh, yet. Oh, it's 299 at the moment. 299. I've got a bit, a bit of a back issue from lifting, oh, the, lifting the extra oh. kegs. No, lifting the extra kegs in the cellar because it's going to be so busy down there. So you're, you're actually going to drag yourself off the injury bed to get out there. Yeah, like uh, I do every week. Yes, that's right. I had one, one tackle at the week on the Saturday game, and it was... Uh, Two of us giving it a whack at the same time, one towards goal, one to clear it away from goal. I got the upper hand because the ball ended up going out of the D. But the vibration of the sticks, like, I put my, my middle finger out. With, there was no direct impact, but just the vibration between the sticks. I mean, jeez, when I want it, I can give it a whack. I don't think it's, that's it's still, it still away, not right. I think that's a poor technique, but that's another probably right. Um, <laughs> we did have, so I've got to mention oh, Bill, okay. I've got to mention Billsy. Um, I think it was, it was the three quarter restart and, um, they had the ball and the, the fella's gone to run straight at us. Billsy's tackled him within about half a meter. He's just gone straight for him. And then Paul's gone, mate, you can't do that. Next time, you're going to get a card. But he's just gone for him straight away as soon as he's touched the ball. Brilliant. <laughs> Funny yeah. those little brain fades that you can have in games sometimes. I, I had a phone call earlier this week from Mrs. Allen. In fact, much earlier this week. It might have even been Sunday night. Oh, dear. And That's Mrs. ominous. I'm trying to find my, my lost stick again. No, <laughs> Mrs. Allen said, did you know... It's Matt's 300th game this week. Did she? She did. And we wanted to, and I went, yeah, 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 sure, I, I can help out there. And she goes, he's been very quiet about it. He hasn't been telling anybody. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay, no worries. I'll get on to some of the boys. So I sent around a whole pile of messages on Facebook to yeah. people going, Matt's been really sneaky about this, and and we've got to get his wife to do the work, and and we've got to all be very quiet and all get down there and not let him know that we know it's his 300th game and all this sort of stuff. And then and then people are responding, oh yeah, no worries, no worries. And then you walk in here today, and about the first thing you said to me was, "That's not fair." Come on. The second thing, oh, I'll play my first. Big weekend, playing my 300 this weekend. I went, oh, you kept that quiet. And your response was, no, I haven't. I've been telling everybody. <laughs> I've got one lad playing um, his, his first game since he was about 14 or something like that. He's a bit nervous, and he was down in the club yesterday. He said, oh, I'm a bit nervous. I'm all right with this on the basics, but I'm struggling a bit with this and this. I said, mate, you better not be struggling in two nights' time, because it's my bloody 300. Don't you let me down. <laughs> Oh yeah. dear, it should be a good night. I think you might have a, I'm getting the players choir together. Oh, right. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have some chance worked out. I got a mention apparently from our one's opponents the other day said to our head coach, said, oh, where's that mouthy bloke that <laughs> shouts the magpie stuff and abuses us? Well, I was going to say that when you first turned up at Fremantle, the brash young Englishman that you were, You've come a long way because now you're just that prick for free. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah, Pro League weekend here in Perth. Games on Saturday and on Sunday. Um, I'm going. I think I'm going along Sunday under pressure from uh, the eldest, who's very keen to go along. So it's fine. It's not come from me. It's a hockey outing, not driven by me. Oh, that's interesting. Whereas you were mentioning before, her and her teammates had all been talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the little year five, six. Team, some of the girls they were keen, they're going along with granddad, and so oh, cool. there's a, a bit of a buzz there for them to go and watch it. It's good, and that's on the Sunday, so it's a 12:30 game and a three o'clock game for yep. the for the two games. Um, but there's also Saturday games as well at exactly those same times as well. 12:30 and three o'clock. Yeah. What time's um, your game on? 3:30, man. Yeah. So you well, you could make it along to the first game and then you know make uh, make make your way. Possibly, but that wouldn't be good preparation for a game of hockey, would it? No, not at all, John. What, you know, because well, I've been six, reading six, all of this six stuff. Six pints watching the hockey. <laughs> See, I've been reading all of the, all this stuff on Twitter about coaching and mindsets and stuff. Mate. Yeah. So, no, that wouldn't be good. Well, it's, they're, they're terrible times. And pre, Let's uh, not beat around the bush here. Pre-hydration. Games should have been played the Friday night. Yeah, I think so. It's, uh, I don't, yeah, um, Hopefully they get some great. Hopefully they get yeah. some great, great, great crowds. You know what's happening? Still junior games going on at twelve thirty. Well, they're well, certainly, they're certainly on their way back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and then the senior games start at two o'clock, and then there's no one o'clock. One o'clock senior turf games. Will, oh yeah. Start. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's playing hockey. What's funny though is that um, our men's ones are down to play the home team on the other field on yeah. p- pitch two. Being live streamed at, is it four o'clock? I think it's a four o'clock game. Was, was it two thirty? Whatever it is. Three thirty, I think. It's, it, it, no, no, cause the, yeah, you know, it might be three thirty. Anyway, there's a clash with the live broadcast happening on the other pitch for the pro league. So two, yeah. two sets of live broadcasts coming out from the, uh, I mean, it's almost un- unheard of. Two you know. different competitions. Yes. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's a strange, strange beast. It'll be interesting to see how it pulls up. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Can you go and use the bar if you're watching the game down on the um, well, on the second can, field? Can you get down to the second field, or you have to go through the gate and pay the? Oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows how that's all going to work? But I just want to go down there. I don't want to go in there. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of facilities to consider. But I will. Be, I'll be wearing the pass anyway on on uh, Sunday when I go along. You know, did, I I can't. Maybe it's a maybe it's a COVID thing. The reason they're playing on back to back. Because it doesn't make sense to play them on the Saturday at all. It's not being done for the television audience. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. What market is it for? But for that timing. Yeah. A twelve thirty game is five thirty in the morning in in the UK, six thirty in mainland Europe. Um, the Kiwis, what are they five hours difference yeah. from here, so a five thirty game and an eight o'clock. Well, maybe is that going to be a huge audience for them though? Or on the Friday, you could argue the same for the Friday night. But yeah, yeah, the, but but you'd rather have a, a full house of locals in there than worrying yeah. too much about your broadcast audience. You know, that's well, something which is going to generate interest is a is packed stands and cameras pointing at those packed stands. Given that any potential broadcast audience is going to be not as big as perhaps it should be, given these games don't mean anything, it's, and as you say, the time the times they're going through. I hope the players have a have a good hit out, and I hope they've played great hockey you know, for the people that are able to go. Yeah, but I don't think too many people are prepared to give up their own game for a, a pro league dead rubber. No, 
if, uh, maybe if it was a grand final, we'd be jumping along on board. But it's anyway. It's disappointing. Friday night would have been great. We could have gone. Yeah, but it's uh, like you know, I, I I still wouldn't go if I was available to do anything. I'm working tomorrow, but if I was available to go along and watch the game, then I'd be available to go and play a game. So That's I, right. So I'd, I'd be playing a game. Um, and I probably wouldn't pay the en- the entrance fee to encompass two games just for the one game, just because I'm tight. Um, if it was an inconvenience to get there, and you know, it's if you're going to go, go and make a a, da- a day of it or an afternoon of it. Have you, you have said many times it's a player's sport, so given the opportunity, most of us are going to play. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, time for this, John. Oh, oh, you got the sting this week. Mystery. Mystery. <laughs> it's not scary. Why? Why do you always do it scary? It's a mystery. It's, it's not, mystery. Not, it's not enough to be scary. All right. Oh, more we're, Russian stuff. We're going to continue with our Russian um, stream. This is uh, from Hockey Circle number one, 1992, and it's uh, written. It's a letter from Albert Lykin, who was the president of the All Russia. Hockey Federation. I can't remember where we got to. We did the financial problems. Did we do that last week? Uh, I can't remember. It was all stuff about Glasnost. Uh, Alright, we'll start here then. Um, top players to Europe. If I have read, read this before, apologies. Just, uh, just helps to cement it in your mind. Top players to Europe. We were unable to include three leading players who were out of the country negotiating professional contracts. Two in Italy and the other in Czechoslovakia in this 13. The Italians failed to carry out their promise to secure the return trip to Moscow of the two there in time for the flight to Auckland. They made Igor Atanov and Sergei Shatkovsky play for a club and help win the Italian national title by scoring 70% of the goals. This was not a friendly gesture by Italian officials, bearing in mind that both theirs and our team were in the same pool in Auckland. (laughs) Straight after our team qualified at Auckland, I received a cable from Michelangelo Rucci in New York, which said, I was most surprised by the Soviet Union's turnaround from near disaster to victory in Auckland. This is the making of a great story for hockey the world over. Can you offer any information on the Soviet success? For a variety of reasons, I did not reply to that cable, but decided to share my opinion in your magazine. To this end, I invited the Russian team captain Vladimir Antikov to give his opinion. This is what he said. Problems for team to New Zealand. The team came to Auckland after quite a number of difficulties. We arrived with a reduced strength, just 13 players, including two goalkeepers and three inexperienced junior field players, Anatoly Bogdanov, Yuri Safanov and Sergei Sergei. Uh, Along the way to Auckland, the team spent some 40 hours in either the air or at airports and without rest. We're expected to step almost straight onto the field against the host side. All the way through the pool games, we were trying to find our game and finally reached it in the match against Ireland. Then it was a matter of technique because we won the decisive matches and the tournament, although two players were badly injured. Had we been at full strength, these players would not have been permitted onto the pitch. This successful team of experienced and young players who showed real friendship and a high morale helped us reach our aim to qualify for the 1992 Olympics. This success is very helpful for our hockey, which, like our people, experiences difficult times at this moment. That's a fair effort when you think about it. 
Incredible. And, and the 13 players with two goalies, and then you get two blokes injured. And obviously they're saying that... And your top two strikers are out as well. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, see, that that's one of the problems you get when uh, players are signed to professional contracts, etc., Matt, yes, yeah, yeah. They they just enforce the contract. And look, and it's just a nice little aside that they were playing against them in the, in the same pool. Well, you'd think these days that would end up at in Lausanne at the CAS, Matt. Those sorts of issues. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, well anyway, should be. We'll, we'll we'll get um we'll get more. And the final part from Albert Likin's letter from Moscow. I reckon in 201, we won't have, won't have time for it next week, John, but uh, there will be some more well, coming up. Because we're going to have a five-hour podcast when we play all the all the winners. <laughs> oh, hang on, so we just got to play that. Oh, the outro. Yeah, outro. Okay, yeah. Mystery. File. File. There you go. Beautiful. There we go. That's another Matt's Mystery File done. And did you play last weekend? Yeah. You had a win? Mill all draw. Oh, war draw. Hey, no, uh, should have had some shootout. Should have shootout afterwards, mate. Some shuffles. No, no, no. no. Draw. It was a. It was a interesting. We got away with one, to be honest. I think I was telling you before they had about at one stage they had like six short corners in a row, right, yeah. and I had to run out for every bloody one of them. That was, uh, that was your was running. It, that was your running for the game. No, I it? kept. I kept doing more running after that, but just not as quickly for as long. Well, that's, that's what happens with you old blokes, isn't it? I got, right. I got burned by somebody, well, probably five years older than me, the weekend. Absolutely. Oh, just left for dust. Yeah. I have to get closer next time, I thought, and I did. Five years older than you? Yeah, old. Like, really old. What like, like young, you a bit younger than you. Over but, 40s? Yeah. Okay. No, I You're say that. I say that. I'm, I'm 45. I forget I'm only 45, obviously because of the way I carry myself on the field. I, I feel like a 35-year-old. Um, I forget myself. I'm actually advancing in years. Well, I, think so I know it's hard to understand. There, there was some people that would claim that sometimes on the field you're more like a six-year-old. But... <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Just had to slip that one in there, mate. That's fine. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. It just I'm means, it just means, it just means when I am doing the umpire mentoring for the, yeah. for the youngsters, I'm much closer to them, so I understand a little bit more, uh, you know, oh, what, yeah, the, yeah. what I their get it experience is. Yeah. Oh, good. What else have we got? Oh, I'm going. That I think that's it. it. I'm on, on my, my piece of paper really? there. Yeah. Good luck Basically. on Saturday. Oh, the, um, oh. so the Pro League games are, there is the radio broadcast in inverted oh, yeah. commas on the watch.hockey app. From Nick Irvin and Todd Williams. Oh, we'll have to go down and buy him a beer. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or alternatively, on the Sunday, I might I might just do a live broadcast on the Clubhouse app, and uh, you can get the audio four minutes before you actually receive it. <laughs> I don't know, but you know. Don't be favorite. mean. Get your ears onto it. It's something you know. No, we're absolutely, absolutely behind. You get well, your ears. If you can't get your eyes onto it, get your ears onto that it. That could be a good way for me to keep in touch with it on Sunday. Anyway, have a great weekend, folks. You have a great 300th game. Thank you, mate. And, uh, yeah, have a great week, folks. Give it a whack if you're out there playing. And don't forget to join us for Show 200. We're subscribe. Subscribe today. And then you'll get it just as soon as it comes out. Mate, 199. 100 episodes. Yeah. Well, it's a big week, really. 300 games, 200, 200 shows. shows. 
Why did your daughter say to you the other day? Uh, this morning. She said, Dad, will you do a thousand shows? <laughs> and I went, yeah, yeah, probably not, darling. And then we did the quick, well, how long is it going to be? 16. We're going to be here in 16 years still doing this. Are we playing this. over 70s? <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to happen.